Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Episode 23, Getting Even with Dr. Stephen Davis. You're listening to The Race for the Ring, a podcast about dating in the digital decade. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm a PR queen, a published inspirational author, motivational speaker, mom, and dating diva. Each week, I'll have a special guest dish dating dilemmas and delights with me, and together we'll maneuver how to play the game, not get played, and claim the most prized possession, self-love. Ready, set, go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Race for the Ring. As the title suggests, I am a fan of objects which sparkle and shine. And I've found lately in my work from home state that I'm not dressing up as much as I typically would. So naturally, I'm spending a little less, well, very little less on my wardrobe. Unless it's a cute pair of cutoffs or a fun shirt to pair with jeans, lately I've gotten very little. So instead, I've been more enamored than usual with baubles and bling. You can wear them while on casual looks or, of course, to the office or date nights. And so one of my favorite go-tos is Furco Fine Jewelry because everything they do is made in-house, rings, necklaces, and more. They can all be custom-made to match your taste and desired price point, which is amazing. And the family-owned business is top-notch. They give you TLC the second you connect with them. They can be trusted. And when you've met your prince or princess to buy your, quote, ring, you can check them out too because they're so, so trusted and they have the very, very best. And you know that you won't be able to beat your pr- the prices anywhere else. So check them out. They're all over social media on Furco Fine Jewelry on Instagram and more. And if you use your special discount that I'm going to give you right now, which is Mindy 15, and Mindy is spelled M-I-N-D-I-E, the number one five, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. That's amazing, right guys? I love buying myself bling. It makes me feel super happy instantly. 
Hey, dating divas. Welcome back to another fun episode of the race for the ring. I have an amazing, and I'm saying amazing with an A-H guest today. <laughs> he is a personal friend. He is my client. He is my superstar client. He's been with me since almost the beginning of my company, which has been in around since 17 years at this point. Um, he is a board certified plastic surgeon, the founder of Davis Cosmetic Plastic Surgery, with um, headquarters in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, which is just outside of Philadelphia, but he has a very strong presence in Philly, New York, North Jersey, Central, the whole nine. He sees clients from, patients, I should say, from literally all over the world. He was voted top doc in Southern New Jersey for plastic surgery. He's a master injector. He instructs other doctors how to properly inject Botox and fillers and things of that nature. And his whole MO is basically making his patients feel beautiful from the outside in and the inside out. So welcome, Dr. Hi. Davis. Hey. Hi, Hi, Mindy. How you doing? I'm good. How this is so fun to have you on the show. <laughs> I know. This is going to be a really good one. I know. You have so much energy all the time. So to put it into a podcast oh, is like the perfect you. combination. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, caffeine times 12, usually, most days. <laughs> That's um, right. So the theme of the show is, I'm calling it getting even. So revenge plastic surgery. But before we get into the fun and meat and potatoes of that, um, trending, I guess, um, you know, it's still trending, like that theme about people looking to better themselves, more or less to find a new mate or make an old mate jealous or whatever it may be. I wanted right. just to share with everybody a little bit about who you are, how we, how we became connected, and um, basically, you know, how you use your, your craft as an artist and um, obviously your love of science to help people look in the mirror and, and feel like they match what they feel on the inside, right? That's, that's your main mantra, isn't it? It really is. You know, you know me very well with this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even going through medical school, then going through all my years of residency, and when you start to look around as a young, uh, you know, medical school student, you start to really think about what's something that you really connect with and, What's something that you think for the rest of your life you could really be excited about getting up every morning and going to do every day? And it, does, it did seem like something just like this plastic surgery thing. And again, back then, you got to remember, Mindy, I'm in practice now uh, almost 27 years. I know. So back yeah. when I was doing it, you know, um, I'll give you a perspective. Um, Phil Donahue show like had like the first cosmetic plastic surgeon ever really? on his show to talk about like aesthetic plastic. Like it, it was like a, almost like a no, no back then yeah. that yeah. any doctor would advertise for anything, let alone be on a TV show talking about plastic surgery. So, yeah, that, that's you know, interesting, Dr. Davis, because it really had almost a stigma uh, around it initially. Like, I, you know, just yeah. to, I want you to continue. And I'm, I, yeah. I like, I enjoy interrupting my guests. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but no, I know, but, is, but it really it did really it through. Is. Yeah. It really yeah. is like an interesting concept. It was. That, yeah. And now, and now it's just like if you're a urologist, you're advertising. If you're a cardiologist or a, car, a heart surgeon, they're advertising everywhere. So, 
it really, so the trend in just being out there about what you do as a doctor has transformed, you know, every, in, in every specialty, but plastic surgery really has become like this cool, um, Instagrammable, everything that people talk about. But I was just going with what you said, which was, mm-hmm. but to me, the, the, the real take home message for me still is that it does allow you to really work from not only the outside in, but from the inside out. Because if you're really feeling good about yourself and you really feel good about how you look, I think it does help you in all other walks of life. It'll help you, you know, in your career, it'll help you with your family, it'll help you with just, you know, um, associating with people and doing things. So I, I don't yeah. know, that's, that's my, my, like you said, my mantra. That's yeah. kind of like where I, you know, started with this whole process going. That's awesome. Yeah, because people, I guess, have an in, like an instant like confidence boost if they feel like even if it's the smallest thing, you know, it may not even be something that someone on the outside even recognizes as a quote imperfection, you know. But if it's something that bothers you, that's really all that matters at the end of the, you know in the end of the day. So that's amazing that you have that kind of a talent and the ability to help people really become the people they like like the way they they want to be you know from looking in the mirror and all of that such a gift so yeah so that's fun and then I enjoy it because you know me I I'm like that guy that really wants to be involved with the patient and their families and everything else so yeah you know even you know I one of the things that we've talked about before is that I almost use plastic surgery a a plastic surgery practice almost like it's a family practice so like yeah. if you were going to see your GP, you're coming to see a plastic surgeon. So I know all about their kids. I know about their, their mothers. I know about the grandparents. I know about everything that's going on with like the whole family, which yeah. is kind of like a cool thing. And, it's awesome, um, and it's rare to be honest with you. I mean, just from a patient's perspective, that's very unique and um, special about you. And having been your patient, which we can talk about a little bit too, but also <laughs> your, you know, your your publicist and being in your your waiting room, um, you know, and pre-COVID, obviously talking right. with patients and everything. The the general consensus around everyone's mindset is how he lo- I love Dr. Davis. He's so <laughs> so that's really nice. That's I nice. mean, no, it's good. Yeah. It, it's so, and that's just like my thing. I can't help it. But like yeah. you know, I and again, you you really do start to realize, Wendy, that yeah. and everybody that's listening. I don't know if you if you have a plastic surgeon or if you've gone to a plastic surgeon or, um, but what starts to happen is it does in a way become like, um, they'll call me about things that have absolutely nothing to do with plastic surgery, but they kind of know I'm gonna help them figure out the problem. So it turns out to be almost like a problem solver. And I don't know if we ever talked about this before, but when you're a plastic surgery resident, Mm -hmm. one of the gifts for the hospital system and for all other surgical specialists is, and I, I, the reason why I'm saying this is, I interviewed the um, president of the American Society of Plastic Surgeons a couple of weeks ago on my podcast. And and what is the name of your podcast? Let's share with the Race of the Ring listeners. Yes, it's the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I love it. It's a okay. plastic surgery revolution. So 
she is an amazing young, she's an amazing woman, but mm -hmm. um, she became the president of the American uh, Plastic Surgery Society. And um, the, the interesting thing that she brought back for me to think about again, and when she said it to me, even on the podcast, I said, now I really remember why I was so enthralled about being a plastic surgeon. In my plastic surgery residency, you literally span the entire hospital. You're being called to the emergency room for trauma. Somebody's mm. face got shot or got, mm -hmm. you know, they broke their face. They broke in a, in a car accident or mm -hmm. somebody got assaulted. They call you into the uh, ICU because you're going to be up there because you know how to manage critical care patients. Wow. And then in the operating room, if I'll give you an example, uh, uh, somebody gets a shotgun to their chest mm -hmm. and now they have a hole in their lung. So they have the cardiothoracic surgeons and the, and the chest surgeons there, but if they need to swing some sort of a flap to mm -hmm. cl close mm -hmm. an open wound, who do they call? They call plastic surgeons. So a plastic surgeon really has like a lot of knowledge from like going into an intensive care unit to the yeah. emergency room. So she said so many of her um, fellow plastic surgeons across the world were the guys running COVID operations for this wow. whole coronavirus thing. And the wow. last people you would think that would really be tapped would be a, a plastic surgeon because you figure, oh, it's going to be an infectious disease guy. You right. think it's going to be somebody like that. But it turns out that plastic surgeons came to the forefront because they were somebody that could really manage a patient in the intensive care unit. They could go, if there was like a, a cellulitis going on, from yeah. something yeah. so anyway that's it's so just, interesting yeah because you have is. like you have a, you have like hands kind of in all of the different departments of medicine that's so cool it's, and I, that's I'm why i think medicine, those so. patients, <laughs> but that's why i think a lot of times when patients will come in and i may be injecting them with botox they'll tell me about their their mom so yeah. she's like a 75 year old lady that has xyz going on and i'll go you know what did they ever think about blah 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 and then the next thing you know she'll call me on the phone and go I'm so happy you said something. I went to see my doctor and, and, and that's exactly what we're going to do now. So it's just oh, like, that's you, great. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I kind of love that whole idea of having yeah. like a, that GP ish kind of a plastic surgery. No, practice. but that's awesome. Anyway. I mean, they trust you and they obviously yeah. go to you on a regular basis. And as they age, they need more things. So, you know, it, it never it. goes out of, it never goes out of style or uh, you never have a shortage of the need, I suppose, you know, no, which is good. No. No, um, so let's get into the revenge. So, you know, some of the crazy trends, not that this is a crazy trend, but some of, in my opinion, crazy trends of what women tend to do and then, um, you know, post-divorce or as they're going through the process is they torch their wedding dress. They, um, they throw, I actually did this sort of, I had a bat mitzvah, but like I made it sort of also a, a new me uh, <laughs> celebratory event. Um, they have parties and things like that. But a lot of people, men and women, go to someone like you um, for what I'm calling and a lot of the tabloids call revenge plastic surgery. Or it can also just be called, you know, a revenge makeover. You know, they're looking to kind of fine tune themselves. Um, some of the research I found, um, it it's indicates not just to make like an ex jealous, 
but obviously put themselves back on the market and feel better about the way they look as well as maybe they feel like they wasted years with somebody and they want to try to kind of go backwards with the time clock, if you will, and, you know, um, get some other time back with, at least from what they're seeing in the mirror. Yeah. So have you seen this? Let's talk a little, without, I know you can't obviously because of HIPAA, you can't disclose too many details, but can you share with me a little bit about um, maybe some of uh, your opinion about this trend and what you've seen in recent years in this, in this, uh, you know, space? Yeah. I mean, um, I guess it's something that's much more talked about now than ever before, but I've seen it ever since I opened my practice. You know, um, we've had patients that come in for um, a lot of reasons that right off the bat, you really wouldn't think is a great idea to have a, a body altering kind of a um, <laughs> procedure mm -hmm. based on uh you know, a revenge type of a plastic surgery thing. But for sure, um, you know, just one that comes to mind right away, because it happened early on in my practice, was um, a woman that was coming in to have a breast augmentation. Mm -hmm. And she actually had great breasts to begin with. Everything looked fine. And when I, you know, was kind of talking about the whole situation with her, I could see that as opposed to other patients that are overly exuberant about getting this opportunity to have something like they've never had before, which was enlarged breast. She already right. had a good size cup and everything. And I said to her, boy, you really, you know, I, or something to the effect that in a jokey way, um, you don't seem that excited about having this done. And in my experience, women are just like, this is like an, a fun thing for them to talk about. And she said, well, I gotta be honest with you. I really don't wanna do this. Really? And I said, well, why are you doing it then? Right. And she said, I know my husband's having an affair with this girl and she's got oh. very, very large breasts. Oh, and that's sad. Yeah, I know. And she said she figured that maybe if she did it, it would stop him from what oh. she feel, felt was going to be like the end of their marriage. Oh, so, that's you know, sad. Yeah. So she felt so, like really low, like a major low self-esteem and thought, yeah. It. All right, go ahead. Continue. So, so basically I said, you know what? I just got to be honest with you, you'd never want to have any kind of surgery if you're not in the proper mindset, let alone doing something that's like body altering like this. Yeah. It's not just like you're getting like your hair cut a little different. Right. It's like a real surgery with all the potential risks and problems that are associated with it. So I said, you know, why don't we just put this on the back burner and see if you could straighten things out. So long story short that's about, amazing advice not every okay. doctor would do that i know well, that's your that's true. really how you are but and that's amazing well, i actually yeah. said that to her i said you know what i don't think it's a good idea for me to do it but if you keep on going around searching for this somebody will definitely end up doing this to you yeah so i yeah. said why don't you see about so believe it or not about a year and a half later she came back to see me very happy very good she got divorced Okay. And she went, she came to see me because she wanted to do something with like some Botox and some fillers and things That's like nice. that. But she's been a patient of mine for like 25 years now. That's amazing. So, you know, yeah, what an really amazing nice story. Thing. But it's really, that's nice of you to say. No, I'm, I'm serious though, but that is, so the revenge plastic surgery thing, you know, some people won't be as honest like she was and come out and say it, but yeah. for sure, most patients come right out and say, I, I got a divorce 
and I'm back out on the market now and yeah. I want to look unbelievable. Or I'll give you even a better one. Before the whole COVID thing happened, yeah. when people were actually having weddings still and stuff yeah. like that, yeah. this, this woman that's been a patient of mine for a while came in to have a, a facelift and eyelid surgery and she said, my ex-husband is going to be at my daughter's wedding I with love her that. little chippy <laughs> that she's been dating. Uh, and I want to make sure that I look amazing when I go out there to take my first dance with, uh, you know, my, you know. So that's the way you're right. So I think you're, you hit it right on the head, Minnie. That's a, a, real, a real thing. It's not just a trend, I guess. It's a real thing. It's not bad either if you're doing it for the right reasons, as you say, right? No, I mean, absolutely. like, right. I mean, it's just that sometimes that's the push that you need to, yeah. to do something with yourself. And you, I know because I personally went through it, like going through a divorce or a bad breakup or whatever yeah. you're going through, you know, you, when you're in the heat of the moment, you're not always thinking about how you're looking. You're just dealing with it, getting through and waking up in the morning, going through your responsibilities that you have to get through. So when you're on the other side, then you're definitely, you know, interested to kind of improve whatever and match how you feel inside or yeah, get that revenge. I know like for me personally, um, when I, um, I wasn't divorced yet. I wasn't even separated, honestly, but I wasn't happy. And it's not a surprise. Anybody who knows me, I, I wrote about it in my book, you know, like all the, all the different um, years and like stages I went through to kind of decide to take the, to plunge and to, to end my marriage. Um, but I had two kids and I've always been a smaller busted girl. Um, <laughs> I was a dancer my whole life and my, I think like on a good day, my cup was probably like maybe like a small B, but after I had my children and I breastfed and everything, my, my cup size went down to, I would say like, I don't even know if you remember, like maybe an A. And so I knew like, if I, I just didn't like my, I didn't like the way I looked in clothes. I didn't want to be big because that's just not ever. I've never been a big girl, like a bigger chested girl, but I went to you and, you know, we made, you made me a beautiful like, cup. <laughs> we can talk about that. Right. I mean, that, I mean, it wasn't revenge, but it was sort of in prep for a new life that I was intending to create for myself because I knew I would be dating again. And I didn't want to right. like, look like a five-year-old. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what, but see, yeah. that, and that's where I'm saying like, it, it, it is a revenge, which sounds really good to talk about it that way. But at the end of the day, to really be honest, I think it comes back to the whole premise for why plastic surgery has become as popular as it is, is because it does give you a, um, uh, an energy and an excitement about starting over again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if it is from a divorce or if it's just, you know, um, you've gotten some bad news about health situations. And Mm -hmm. now you know that you really have to change up your diet. You have to start exercising more. You have Mm -hmm. to start doing all of those things kind of put into that mix is maybe, you know what? I don't look so great either. So maybe I need to start like fixing myself up a little bit. And it could be just a new wardrobe or it could be, you know, a different hairstyle. But you know, again, plastic surgery fits in there where, you know what, after losing a bunch of weight and getting into shape, a lot of women lose their breasts. They just like are smaller. So that's one of the areas where they want to do something. If it's not an implant, it could be like a breast lift, kind of like, um, you know, doing things like that, or just something like some liposuctioning where uh, yesterday 
uh, I did a great surgery on a woman that had uh, five kids. Uh, wow. She looks really good for having five kids. That's but a lot after, of kids. But yeah. she had five C-sections. So that area where there's Whoa. a scar on the lower abdomen created this ledge. Yeah. So she's in good shape. She's really not heavy, but there's this pouch of skin and fat that's just resistant to diet and exercise and everything else. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it just has to do with having that scar there from the C-sections. Yeah. So we just did this mini tummy tuck with some liposuctioning. And I'm telling you, she has a brand new abdominal wall like that's brand new. amazing she probably yeah, feels so, so well when she heals yeah. she's gonna feel incredible you know yeah absolutely looks so much better in clothes and everything too it just yeah yeah no more spanks for her <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so yeah. and i i know too like obviously you know breast augmentation i imagine it would you say that's probably among women like the most popular quote like revenge type of plastic surgery that patients tend to seek um liposuction right? okay I think liposuction and breast dogs are okay. probably the both the first one and two and mm -hmm. then you know depending on the i mean i mean this is the perfect uh, discussion to talk about with a plastic surgeon because a lot of facelifts are revengeish kind of you know things because i have a patient that's been married i think almost 30 years and yeah. she just got divorced and the first thing that she wanted to do is to have a facelift yeah. because she said i'm going back out into the market i'm going to go back out and uh, i want to look as young as i possibly can yeah and um, so i think that's another one of those procedures that you know and again some people just will do it with some Botox that they've never tried before and some fillers mm -hmm. and making their lips look a little fuller and mm -hmm. they can do it, you know, easier like that. But in the true vein of uh, revenge plastic surgery, I think that facelift is right up there with the breast dogs and the liposuction. That makes sense. That definitely does. Especially as yeah. people are getting divorced later in life now too. I mean, it's, that's, that's a whole huge trend also. True. How about among men? Like what are some of the bigger procedures yeah. or more popular, I should say, procedures um, among men that are divorced or recently split or whatever? I'll tell you, Mindy, if the HIPAA thing wasn't such an issue, you could just do this whole podcast right from my office. I know. <laughs> Thursday, I had a guy come in that's 69. I remember like, just like he was sitting right in front of me. 69-year-old dude um, has like a 13-year-old daughter, recently got divorced. And he said, look, I like younger women. And I look like my 13-year-old grandfather. grandfather. He said, <laughs> I need a facelift. Awesome. eyelids wow all of that stuff so yeah so i mean guys have the same exact thinking i know as as the women do it's the same exact thing and again i think eyelids in men if it's done properly does make a very very big difference i think that's one of the yeah. things and doing something um to you know a lot of guys when they're married and they really don't do too much about their appearance once mm -hmm. they get uh, divorced all of a sudden instead of washing their face with like lava soap, <laughs> they decide maybe i should use something that's a little bit you know better or maybe i should start using some skincare stuff so just sometimes it's just guys coming in for like hey what's this botox thing my ex-wife used to come here all the time and get this botox thing maybe i need to start doing a little bit of that because the crow's feet around my eyes look kind of like aged and all of that, those types of things. That's awesome. I know like my ex, if I die, I'm sure this, he like started dyeing his hair. 
<laughs> oh. we got divorced. I noticed he was getting manicures. I'm like, what See? the hell? You didn't do that when you're married to me, dude. Yeah, right. no. And the girl, right. the, but that's, the, I mean, that's good. Good for him. I would have probably liked that, but whatever. Yeah, true. It's, like, it's all good. Um, that's cool. And what about gynecomastia? Do you, do you have men that like want to get rid of their like excess? Yeah, you know, um, honestly, that's, a hugely popular procedure. I mean, yeah. uh, for everybody that's listening, gynecomastia is the female appearance of a chest on a man. So like some of these guys that come in have literally like an A cup, uh, mm. the, you know, and then mm. um, some people come in and they have like a C cup and mm. it's a guy. Yeah. So they've been living with some of this since they were been maybe 17 years old yeah. and they kind of cover it up when they go to the beach because they never take their shirt off. But yeah. eventually some of these guys finally say, you know, enough's enough. I know that I can get it fixed this way. And there's a bunch of ways now that you really can go about taking care of it. It doesn't have to be a surgical procedure. There's something called cool sculpting that we do a lot of. Can you and, just uh, briefly say what that is for yeah. people who may not know? Okay. Cool sculpting is a non-surgical way of freezing unwanted fat from almost anywhere on the body. And for a very long time, believe it or not, my office in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, was the number one center in the United States that did gynecomastia because we started doing it on a couple of famous ball players, some yeah. athletes. Yeah, and, Bernie Perrant was one. Yeah, you can say exactly that because right. he was public about it, so it's fine. Great okay, guy. Go ahead. He went on Howard Stern with me. Yeah. He talked about it. And before you know it, people were coming in from all over to have us do you know, their, their chest. That's uh, awesome. And it really does work really, really well. And it's, you know, again, you come in, you can sit down, you can be on your laptop, you can watch mm -hmm. TV. And literally within 35 minutes, both sides of your chest are done. And then you can go to the gym afterwards. You can go work out. You can go do whatever you want to do. And it's and completely non-invasive. Like there's no, right. it, yeah, it's, it's, it's completely non-invasive. It literally, it looks like uh, this little like clamp that yeah. goes on top of the area. It gets really cold inside this holder that's holding your fat and basically in a matter of 35 minutes it's uh, frozen and uh, it takes about four to six weeks for it to ultimately be like eliminated from your body but mm -hmm. it's a pretty amazing thing but anyway you're right so cool. gynecomastia is another one of those big ones for guys i would imagine like you know if they're being eventually if they have a girlfriend or whatever and they're being intimate and they have that issue like i mean it's probably was probably hard for them with a wife or something, but then they're starting over with a new person. And yeah, I mean, it's probably, I, I would imagine something that they'd be embarrassed about. So that's, that's, that's definitely life changing. I know we've together worked on stories, yeah. not about the divorce end, but like just, you know, men that had dealt with that and how hard it was that for them to deal with and stuff right. like that. So anyway, that's awesome. We are on a, we are out of time. My, my uh, friend, I can't believe it. We're going to, I definitely want to have you back. I'm going to come up with like some other topics that pertain to dating because there's so much, I yeah. think in this space. I mean, we can even talk, I'm going to give it a little tease. I know that you do, um, I don't know what the medical term, what are you calling? Like, you know, when you do like the enhancement for men, what is, what are you calling that? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, you do. Oh, so the you're P trying, the, you're yeah. get, like the pee shots and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we can yeah, get yeah, in. Yeah. 
Yeah, we yeah. can get because if you're okay with that. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I've never done Absolutely. it, but I I mean I'll ne probably never do it, but like I really want to know learn about it and I'm sure our, no, our race for the ring ladies and gentlemen want to also. So you can enhance your love life, you there can enhance you your appearance down under and all of the above. So yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> I know. This good. is like That's a side of show. me that you don't know, Dr. Davis. Ha ha ha. That's very exciting. <laughs> My alter ego comes out on this podcast. Um all right, so as we wrap up. What, what um, I guess, a few pieces of advice you would offer our listeners if they are considering doing something, like what is a good way to start? Like, is, would you recommend maybe doing something like a filler or Botox if you're kind of on the fence? Um, you know, I know you can even do a Botox breast lift if someone was wanting yeah. to go and well, you know, what it looks like. I, I think the best way to start is to really um, examine yourself and figure mm -hmm. out What's the thing that you really look at every day when you look in the mirror that really bothers you? And it could be something that no one else realizes, no one else knows about, but in the back of your mind, you're always like self-conscious of it. And I think if you can find a plastic surgeon that you feel comfortable with, that would be the way I would say to get started in the whole idea about just trying to use plastic surgery to its best capability for you and for everyone is to really like, you know, try to make yourself feel better about, and you may already feel great about yourself. So it may just be a, you know, a way of just enhancing a little something, but mm -hmm. sometimes you have a little, you know, it could be your nose. It could be, you know, it could be a crease that you always had on your face after, a, you know, an, an accident when you were a kid. It could be acne scars. That's another big one. Acne scars that you had, you know, growing up because you had bad skin and now you're left with some, um, you know, skin Talk that just, marks, yeah. 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 So, I mean, anything like that could be a place to just get started. And there's so many great things in plastic surgery that we can do now. So many of which are totally non-invasive. You know, you're, you're not missing any downtime. And now with COVID and all this other stuff, you know, you're working from home a lot of times anyway. So you're, you know, even if you did have a little bit of downtime, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. anyway, that's how I would say to get started. Okay. That's great advice. Um, so if for all of our listeners out there, you know, you don't have to be in the tri-state area. Dr. Davis does like virtual consultations and stuff like that. So tell everybody, Dr. Davis, yeah. where they can find you. Yeah. I'm at Davis CPS, um, uh, and, uh, dot com. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can always go to info at Davis com and ask any questions about anything at all. And we'll get back to you like almost immediately, I can tell you one thing, Mindy, if any one thing positive has come out of this crazy coronavirus and this pandemic, mm -hmm. is that using this virtual consultation platform, it's totally HIPAA compliant, it's fabulous, and I'll tell you, it's really streamlined patients being able to actually talk to like the horse's mouth and they don't have to go through like a million other people to finally come in to get a consultation to talk about something it's like i get on the uh, this virtual consult and patients really just show me what they don't like and i can tell them exactly the options that are available next thing you know when they're coming in they're getting it done that's it's not great. like there's this whole you know traffic of things that have to happen first so that's, that's a great. good thing 
Yeah. yeah, it's win-win, I'm sure, for you with your crazy schedule. And it's win right. it's mostly win-win for the patient because they don't have it's to really schlep in and all of that yeah. and get with you. It's the more private if they were maybe a little apprehensive to begin with. It's their first time. So that's all good right. stuff. All right. Well, I will have you back on sooner than later. And thank you. thank you so, so much for all of your insight and advice. Thank you, Mindy. This is fun. You're always yes. so exciting and Fascinating. <laughs> so I had a great time. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. If you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. This podcast was brought to you by Furco's Fine Jewelry. The family-owned, multi-generational family jeweler is known for their handcrafted custom designs. Not only do they create stunning rings, they have an incredible array of personalized gemstones, personalized pieces, and of course, diamonds. Follow them on Instagram at Furco's Fine Jewelry or head right over to their website at furcosfinejewelry.com. Furco's is F-E-R-K-O-S fine jewelry. And if you use the code MINDY15, M-I-N-D-I-E-1-5, when checking out, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. Shine on. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.